Hi lovelies and welcome to episode 37 and I'm very excited for today's topic because this has been such an important area of my own growth and that is learning to say no. It sounds really simple, this two-letter word, this two-letter innocent word, but for some of us out there it doesn't always flow off the tongue so easily. And I actually remember I moved to New York at 25 and I asked my closest friends for one piece of advice from each of them before sending me over the pond. And my best friend Alex said to me, say yes to everything. And I was so ready to do that. I was 25, moving to New York City, taking a chance on life. And so I really committed to it. Now, this led to many an amazing adventure, great stories, and really fun experiences. But it also led to burnout, losing time for myself, and therefore my relationship with myself, which impacted how I took care of myself. And when he came to visit 18 months later, I remember so clearly sharing and talking, and then he said, Vic, I didn't mean say yes to everything literally. You have to start saying no. I was like, wait, no? It was so funny, but he was right. My say yes to everything may have been spurned by his one comment, but looking back at my whole life, I always wanted to say yes. I decided yes was a fun word and no was not. And that comes from even being young and asking parents permission to do things. Yes is good. You get the permission and no is bad. No, you cannot go out tonight. No, you cannot stay out past 1 a.m. And no, you cannot eat chocolate. Even when you're training a dog, we teach them no means they're doing something wrong. No. <laughs> so this is built into our programming from such a young age. Yes is good. No is bad. Have a think for yourself in your own life. In what ways has no meant something negative? What do you think of the word no? Does it make you feel free or make you feel constrained? Because no itself is completely neutral. It's just a word. Your thoughts about no and what you will make it mean when you say it are what will impact A, your likelihood of saying it, B, your likelihood of sticking to it, and C, I'll add this, your reaction to other people when they say it. Perhaps you're okay with saying no, but you always want to give a reason or an excuse. This is a very common one. So no, I can't come to your event. I've got family in town. No, I can't come to visit that weekend. We have tickets to a show. No, I can't give you my number. I'm in a relationship. Let me tell you the absolute truth about your reason or excuse for saying no. No one really cares. We've created a culture of over-explaining an apology about saying no. What if we just said no? No explanation no excuse. Now, for many of you listening, that thought probably makes you uncomfortable. I know that because I was just like you for the longest time, like most of my life, like every year before 2019 and even some of 2019. And that's because we think that we can change how someone else thinks or feels by giving a reason. If you give an explanation, you won't hurt their feelings. They will still like you. They'll think you're a good person. But we know 
we know now that their feelings come from their thoughts and we cannot make someone change their thoughts about us and we know this already because I'm pretty confident that most of you listening have at some point had someone say no to you with an excuse and you didn't believe their excuse. It didn't have their intended outcome and that's because the explanation or the words themselves will not change your mind. You already have thoughts about that person and your thoughts and judgments about that person will always create your thoughts and judgments about their no. All your thoughts about no will be impacted by your thoughts about what they said no to. Have you ever had someone cancel plans on you that you also didn't want to go to? Last minute, they canceled and you felt relieved about it. Because if your thoughts were along the lines of, I don't want to do this, then of course you will feel differently (laughs) about it than if you had plans that you were really looking forward to. The person actually saying no in both scenarios is exactly the same neutral circumstance. It's how you interpret it or what your your thoughts were that impact how you feel about it. And the same goes to them. Other great examples are dating or entrepreneurship. We have probably all heard once or twice in our lives, no, when it comes to dating and business. And the no itself is neutral. And when you're feeling confident within yourself, the thoughts and feelings you have about the no are completely different. If you make it mean that you are unlovable and will never find love and dating is so hard and finding clients is difficult and you will never be successful, of course you will feel like shit. But all of those are optional. They are not the facts. They come from an unmanaged brain. The facts are a two-letter word, N-O. So why am I going through all this and challenging your thoughts about no first? because I want to show you that saying no to someone else is not ever responsible for how they feel or what they do. Their feelings and their actions will always come from their thoughts. Knowing and really understanding this before saying no is important for you to let go and give that person receiving the no the responsibility and accountability. Also, knowing that explanations are unnecessary is really important. You absolutely do not have to explain yourself. And the more you try to, the more you are feeding this culture of explanation and apology for saying no. Right? Think about someone hitting on you, asking for your number, and you're not interested. Let's say you lie and say, no, sorry, I have a partner. Or even if you do have a partner, you are teaching the person that hit on you that A, we have to explain, saying no, there must be a reason. And B, in this case, that someone else has to be involved in order for you to say no. And this is something I've spoken to a lot of women about, actually. That they have this belief that men will leave them alone if they say they have a boyfriend. So if that's what you think, and then you react by saying that all the time instead of just saying no, you are feeding that exact culture. You are feeding the culture that someone else, maybe a man, needs to be involved in order for this person to leave you alone. Like, start feeding the culture you want to create. If you want to create a culture of no means no, then you just get to say no. 
That's what I always say to them. Say no without that, not for you, but for the next generation of women. So what culture are you feeding with your excuses? Okay, so now we know that we aren't responsible for how the other person reacts and we know no is neutral. It's important to use this opportunity to learn about yourself, right? The most important person in your life is always gonna be yourself and the most important lessons you have will always be about yourself. So what are you making it mean about you when you say no? Are you making it mean that you aren't committed enough? Are you making it mean that you aren't fun? Are you doing something wrong or that you'll be missing out on something? Because whatever you're making it mean is completely optional. And in fact, if saying no is something new for you, then letting all these thoughts about yourself come up is so powerful. Get to know your fears about yourself and this is a great opportunity for them to come up. So if you are willing to say the no, you are guaranteed to get to know yourself a little bit more. And the worst thing that can happen, think about this for a minute, the worst thing that can happen will always be a thought and a feeling. It's also possible, and I know some of you listening already have this, because we've coached on it. So it's possible to feel empowered, strong, and confident saying no. It's so possible for all of you listening. It's just a matter of changing your thoughts around it. I say no to things I don't want to do. I am in control of my decisions. I have power over my choices. All really empowering thoughts, all available to you through saying no. And even without saying no, because when you are saying yes, you are still the one controlling your decisions. You're just deciding to say yes. But if this all seems far away from where you are right now, that's okay because this is an area for growth for you. So you do not start at the finish line. And saying no, just like brushing your teeth, is a habit, a habit you can build up. And the more you do it, the easier it is. So start small. What's something you can say no to today? The habit of no is the game changer to bettering your relationship with yourself. Trust me, I have lived it. Learning to say no not only gave me more time, more pleasure, and more honesty, it also gave me a huge appreciation and love for the people that said no to me. And I see them in their power saying no, and I love them for it. And through this, that's how now I truly understand that if someone doesn't love me saying no to them, it's not about me saying no, it's about what they are making it mean. So if you are struggling to say no, and I know this is a time of year synonymous with people pleasing, in particular, <laughs> then let's talk. I have opened up time in my calendar for those of you that are listening and learning, but haven't quite been able to implement what I'm teaching on a daily basis. I know you can change your life. I know you can have a better relationship with yourself and I know how to get you there. So if you're curious, let's talk. The link as always will be in the show notes. Have an amazing week. Bye. Thanks for listening. Are you ready to feel better? You can download a free anxiety workbook, which includes a bonus worksheet to use anytime you feel anxiety creeping in by heading over to vickilouise.com forward slash guide. 
That is Vicky, V-I-K-K-I. Then Louise, L-O-U-I-S-E. So VickyLouise.com forward slash guide. The link will also be in the show notes. Just do it.